0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Ooh, girl,
1: you got nothing but time.
2: Oh, you are
3: a star. Don't
0: worry what you me. What a great song. Welcome everybody, Bob Stoffer. Brendan F. Scott with you. Uh, what happened there? Oh, there we go. Did I do something? I knocked myself off the air. Brendan, what's going on here? You're coming over. I think I screwed up. Uh, we good? Are we? Can you give me the thumbs up? We're thumbs up. Welcome, everybody. Uh, Blue Rodeo to open up today's show. What is now brought to you by World of Spas? I bumped into Thomas last night as we were shooting the NHL hockey on Roger's Sportsnet panel during the intermissions. World of Spas, aching after a long day. World of Spas offers tubs Design with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. That song goes back to 1987. Wow, great hit back in the day for uh, Blue Rodeo. Listen to the Oilers now. The Edmonton Oilers are uh, they're playing pretty good. They are the best record in the National Hockey League in the month of March. They ended up going 12-2-1. Not bad. Not bad. Um, if you take a look at it, 8.33 winning percentage in the month of March. And since Christmas, the best record in the Western Conference at 26-8-7. That is a 7.20 winning percentage. We have a busy show, full recap of last night's 2-0 victory playoff-style type game against the LA Kings. Uh, we will hear from uh, availability today some comments from Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Evander Kane as well as Elliot Friedman will join us today at 12.35 from NHL Hockey on Rogers, uh, courtesy of our friends at Abe's Door Service. At 105, the Anaheim Ducks are in town tomorrow. Anaheim head coach, former Edmonton Oilers head coach, Dallas Aikens, will uh, be on today's edition of Oilers now. And at one thirty-five, of the Western Hockey League playoffs, getting started tonight, Saskatoon Blades president and general manager Colin Priestner the Blades Play Connor Bedard and the Regina Pats. And uh, that's a big deal. And there is the uh, uh, Bedard factor in terms of just everybody wanting to see the Phenom play. So we'll talk a bit about Colin, uh, to Colin, about how successful his season was with Saskatoon. They got a top five team in the WHL this year, and uh, they are the favorites in that series, but they're going to have to contain one of the best players. Uh, in the last 30 years out of the WHL. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at seven eight zero We'll tell you that George Thurgood and the Destroyers take the stage at the River Cree, May 4th. Info and tickets at the com. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfineflores.com for more information. The orders had a brief avail today. They did not skate Tomorrow night's game, 8 o'clock against Anaheim. Six games left in the regular season. Edmonton taking care of business last night, 2-0. That's our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. We are on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stauffer. Brendan Escott's a big part of the show. at Brendan with two E's and Escott with two T's. Hello, Brendan. How you doing? What's
2: going on? Things are good. Things are good, good Bob. That was an excellent hockey game to be at. It feels like the last three home games anyway have all been like playoff. Games already. Did you? I mean, you had to like the
0: physicality that the Oilers brought right from the get-go. I think they out-hit seventeen to nine. L.A. in the first period. You had the McDavid play in the corner on Mikey Anderson. Which, by the way, I want to get some thoughts. And we're going to get some people out there to text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Like, I don't think McDavid sat there from twenty-five feet out and tried to drill Mikey Anderson through the board. But is there some responsibility? on the defender in that situation, not to reverse back into the boards and put himself in a position where he can get angled off, or am I looking at things from Oiler-centric glasses? You text us, you tell us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Of course, I probably got six or seven personal texts last night from hockey fans that I know out there, guys that uh, love the game, and it's remarkable, Brendan, how many uh, said the same thing. Hey, that's uh, the hockey gods evening one up after what Mikey Anderson did last year to Leon dry settle in game 6 in the playoffs. Do you buy that?
2: Yeah, I do. We talked for for a few games here in the lead into this game in particular about why or even how nothing had been done to sort of get comeuppets for that whole situation, and um, and there you have it, and, and you're right, it wasn't a malicious play, it was one of 38 checks that the Oilers finished last night, it was a physical hockey game, they're going to be physical hockey games, just like that one from here on out, and um, you know what, I, I guess it, it's unfortunate what happened, but it wasn't, I think the speed was the factor in that play, Bob, and because there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of it, from a player who operates almost strictly with speed. Uh, that that to me is why you can't say this was done with a lot of malice.
0: Yeah, the Oilers played the game with a tremendous amount of patience last night. Now, LA had a couple good forwards not going. They did not have Kevin Fiali as their leading scorer this year. They play him on the third line, left wing. They create mismatches. He's out with a lower body issue. And a player I've always liked, Gabriel Velarde, who's got 23 goals, and he was doing a lot of the scoring early in the season for Los Angeles. So they didn't have him. The Oilers didn't have McLeod, who's an important player for Edmonton in their bottom six because of the speed that he brings. Um, but Edmonton's just simply a different team. Evander Kane. You know, he didn't play the first two games against L.A. He was smoking guys and in the face of guys and assertive of players out on the ice. And Doughty was much more quiet than he was in the first two games of the year. Because, you know what, if Andrew Kane's a guy that can talk to, and if he has to, Vander King can back it up. The Oilers have dared the defense. Uh, We'll get to the defense in a second here, but uh, let's do this. We're going to head off into the Oilers Now Audio Vault. Cam Moon was on the call last night. Jack Michaels has got the call for us uh, tomorrow night on 630 Chet and on the Oilers Radio Network. We're going to head into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work. We're specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and in Fort McMurray. Here's Cam.
4: The Oilers trail the Los Angeles Kings by one point in the Pacific Division, and they've got him here at Rogers place tonight. Pasalo out to play. it. Gavrikov gets or to Anderson. He gets pasted on the boards by McDavid, and penalty coming up. Dowdy gave it away. Here's the shot. Bukestad just put it wide of the net. Dowdy stick cratered on his pass, and it went to Bukestad. Here's the shot, and that's saved by Skinner as Arthur Kelly has followed. We're into the last minute of the first. Yamamoto comes out, weaves his way in over the king line. Left wing to Dreisaitl. To Kane, scores! Evander Kane on an amazing pass from Leon Dreisaitl. And it's 1-0 Edmonton. Jersey through the middle. He'll get the puck to Kempe. He's in all alone. Oh, what a save by Jersey gives it away, and here comes McDavid, shorthanded. The breakaway. McDavid scores his 300th career goal, and the Oilers are up
0: two nothing. Connor McDavid with just a beautiful read,
4: off to the races. Absolute beauty. Five field rolled to the net. Arvidsson, his shot saved by Skinner. Got him with the left pad, and he covers it up. The game's over. The Oilers win 2-0 over the Kings. Stewart Skinner with the shutout. First of the year, second of his NHL career, and the Oilers win it 2-0. What a game.
0: Edmonton gets the victory, two nothing. Here's Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft's comments on Stuart Skinner's 43 save performance. For mature
1: beyond his years, I think he is um, came up with the big save at the right time. You know, I thought uh, probably. Seven, eight minutes into the second period, they didn't have a whole lot going on. We turned a few pucks over. They got some chances, and when called upon, Stewart was good. Um, and then certainly late in the in the third period when they had a little bit of a flurry. They shoot from everywhere. They're one of those teams that are volume shooters, but um, they did have some really good chances in the third period late, and when called upon, Stewart was excellent. He managed the game very well today.
0: All right, so Skinner gets the shutout. The Oilers move past the LA Kings in the standings. LA still does have a game in hand. Uh, Evander Kane, eight hits, five shots on goal, scored the opening goal of the game, played 20 minutes, had not played in the two previous games against LA. Here's the head coach, Jay Woodcroft, on Evander Kane.
1: Kaner's game, I think, is rounding into form right now. Uh, He's he's always been known as a big game player. And these last two, um, you know, he's shown at the level that he can play at. Um, The good news is there's not a lot of miles on that chassis this year. He's uh, just kind of rounding into form at the right time of year. And,
0: and, um, you know, we need him. 12-17 12, 17 in Edmonton. We're in the Oilers now. Audio Vault. Evander Kane was one of the players uh, at today's availability, and uh, he commented on where his fitness level is at right now. Physically,
5: I think it's always been. Uh, I've been fine. Yeah. Um, I think it's just more of the mental side, kind of coming in and out and finding the rhythm and. Uh, having different goals that you set out to do um, at the beginning of the season and obviously having to adjust them um, as as injuries happen. So, uh, you know, I think, again, when you have opportunities with big games uh, later in the year um, where points are incredibly important, um, you know, you
0: kind of relish those opportunities and want to make the best of them. Uh, Ryan Nugent-Hopkins was also available today. Uh, and he was asked uh, about how
3: Evander Kane changes a team's complexion when he's back in the lineup. He adds a a great dynamic for our team, Uh, his physicality, uh, his intensity. I mean, he's always uh, making D-men think, going back for pucks, and he'll stir it up. uh, And then at the same time, he's making really good plays, and he's putting the puck in the net. I mean, he's uh, obviously 300 goals for a reason, Um, a great goal scorer, but at the same time, he adds that uh, physicality and that uh, intense kind of attitude that uh, I think, especially at this time of the year, is uh, so important. Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, held off the scoreboard last night, but he still got a great chance to
0: get to 100 points this year. He was asked about the importance of a potential 100 point season.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously there. I know it's there. It's uh, uh, my focus right now is is finishing off these six games well uh, for the team and uh, and positioning ourselves uh, in a good spot here. Um, obviously, it's uh, it, it's it's something that's there, and it'd be a, um, a cool milestone to hit uh, as a personal um, accomplishment. But uh, my main focus right now is definitely uh, getting these last six wins. Nooch, four points away from 100.
0: So he's got six games left to get four points. He's at 96. Uh, He also added some additional comments on transforming his game over the years.
3: Well, uh, I think that's it. I think you want to try to involve your game. And uh, obviously, uh, I came in as an offensive guy and had to to round out my game I'd say um, uh, especially we were a team that uh, uh, had offense but we were giving up a lot uh, defensively um, any given night so uh, I kind of had to figure that out I wanted to be a reliable player and uh, a two-way guy and uh, the older I've gotten in this league uh, the more I realize that I can help offensively too and uh, and kind of get back to that a little bit but uh, no I, I still think that I can take steps to get better and, uh, and round out my game more.
0: All right, uh, the Edmonton Oilers and Brendan. Uh, I guess we're sort of going into NHL today, but we're going to circle back into the Oilers now. Audio vault momentarily. So, what's the deal on the playoffs if tonight? If Edmonton, uh, I mean, look, the Oilers are in the playoffs. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna make the playoffs. If they got six games left here. They're gonna they basically need what one more point or a loss from Winnipeg, Calgary. Calgary, the Oilers have the season series against the Flames, so I don't think Calgary can catch Edmonton. Uh, Flames got seven games left If the Oilers lost their final six in Calgary Won all seven Then they could catch Edmonton in the standings But the Oilers still had the head-to-head with Calgary So the only team Would be Winnipeg, I guess Well, no, because Calgary can't pass Edmonton So they're pretty much in the playoffs We know that Boy, did we ever screw that up. Anyways, uh, <laughs> well, I can
2: say it with certainty. It becomes official tonight specifically if yes. Detroit loses in any fashion, Winnipeg either in overtime or regulation sorry, to Winnipeg.
0: Winnipeg loses to Detroit in regulation. Sorry, correct, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's Evander Keane on the potential clinching situation tonight.
5: Probably won't watch the game, no. Um, you know, it would be great if we clinched, obviously. Uh, that's what we... Uh, set out to do at the beginning of the regular season is make sure we, we get in the to the playoffs and um, you know but we're, we've put ourselves in a position where we can uh, want a little more and, and uh, accomplish a little bit more so we want to climb in the standings
0: well I expect them to keep climbing in the standings as well all right uh, so the Oilers get the victory uh, last night 2-0 we got a ton of text coming in on the Ashley Pine Flores text line and we'll go to NHL today when we return for elite promotional marketing 1225 in Edmonton, welcome back everybody Tyler has texted us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line and Tyler says really good teams have a few games a year one could call statement wins, the Oilers uh, arguably had five in the month of March, beating Toronto at home, winning in Boston dominating Dallas, whipping Vegas in their barn, and last night's complete win against the LA Kings. Again, you can text us on the Ashley Pine Flores text line. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. I bumped into Drew Shamhorn last night at the game. He had an entourage with him. Uh, Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com and here is Brendan.
2: Ooh, hello, Oilers. Welcoming Anaheim to Rogers Place tomorrow night at eight o'clock on six thirty Chad. Our coverage following the six thirty news. Four games tonight in the NHL. Winnipeg home to Detroit and Calgary visits Vancouver again. If the Jets lose that game in any fashion, Edmonton will officially clinch a playoff spot. And the Condors hosting Tucson in a weekend doubleheader tonight and tomorrow.
0: Well, there you go. You can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. 496 Chris from Empress says, Bob, I told my Leaf buddies who were uh, gooning me about a dirty McDavid hit that the league seems to be leaning towards the hitter being responsible for protecting players, not the one being hit. It's like walking into a busy intersection with blinders on and complaining about getting hit by a truck. Well." Well, we have some of that going on in our city right now, I can tell you that, and it ain't pretty. Uh, there seems to be a lot of confusion with how the... Uh, <laughs> when when you're supposed to walk across intersections and when you're not these days. I don't know if it's confusion or just some people don't give a crap. Whatever. Uh, hey, you never, you never know what it's like to be in someone else's shoes. 1227 in Edmonton, we're going to head off to a... Global News Weather Traffic Update with Kevin Robertson. When we come back for Abe's Door Service, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers.